I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Uh, focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly podcast about all things mental health. I'm Ellen. And I'm Yvette. And this week we're chatting to Rosie Taylor. She works for video games mental health charity Safe in Our World and she also hosts the Safe Space podcast. We're going to be chatting to her about all things gaming and mental health. Gaming has always kind of been a part of my life and I didn't really consider it to be linked to my mental health until uh, probably lockdown time last... uh, Oh God, I was going to say last year. It's not last year anymore. 2020. And um, I was actually... uh, Nightingale Hospital working in a different capacity um talking to someone about The Last of Us and which is like one of my all-time favorites and she mentioned that she was a trustee for a charity called Safe in Our World which is all about mental health and video games and I was like that's so fascinating I've never really considered it before and then I ended up applying for a job and getting a position at Safe in Our World and it's kind of like led me on this journey of of almost self-discovery about how video games have helped my own mental health and how they've been a part of my journey and how they can connect us and so I just think it's it's a huge part of of my journey that I just didn't really consider. This is a big question but can you tell us about your what you say is your journey so where did it it start and uh, how did you get to where you are now? Mm, yeah it's um it's a long one so strap <laughs> in <laughs> um so I kind of first experienced poor mental health I guess when I was in school and I I went to the doctor actually because I thought I was having I thought I had asthma for a while because I would have these um 
situations, I guess, where I'd feel really out of breath, out of control. And I was like, oh, this can't be normal. I'll go to the doctor. Maybe I have asthma. And he was like, you don't, but I don't really know what that is. And I was like, great. And then I didn't think about it for about six months. And, and then it kind of hit me as I was talking to a few friends about like just general feelings and how I felt miserable all the time. And they were like, you know, that's, that's, that's not normal <laughs> or it's not good. And I was just like, yeah, but doesn't like, doesn't everyone feel like this? They were like, no, <laughs> it's not normal. Um, and I then learned that these anxiety slash asthma attacks that what I thought were the time was like the start of my, like, uh, I guess my introduction into anxiety and depression, which I have had since I was probably about 16-ish. Um, I'm now 24, so it's been a while. But it kind of grew from there, I guess. So when I first started talking about it back back in school, um, I didn't really deal with it very well. I didn't want to see any professionals. I was just like, oh, I'll get over it. It'll be fine. Spoiler alert, <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, and yeah, and so it's kind of been like this up and down journey ever since. I I went to university in in Cornwall, um, and I grew up in Yorkshire, so it was it was quite a ways away. And um, during that time, I suffered a loss, which obviously then contributed to my mental health as well because it was just a bit chaotic and there was a lot going on. And then lockdown happened and, and all of the moving around the country and, and getting new jobs and stuff. And it's all kind of fed into my life now, I guess. Um, but yeah, in summary, <laughs> um, I have anxiety and depression. I suffer from panic attacks quite a lot. And I've kind of just learned to cope in different ways over the years just before we move on to sort of more about the the gaming side of things do you mind sort of sharing the things that you have found um helpful and maybe the things that were less helpful yeah totally um talking to people is obviously like the the big one for me um and it sounds it sounds easier (laughs) than it is but finding people that you're able to reach out to and and really trust with being vulnerable with is invaluable in in any case um I found support in going to professionals as well and going to the doctors and and actually talking about it and getting medication and such and that's all been really positive for me but my real support network is my friends my family Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to have such a great network of people to be able to fall back on and discuss these things with in a really positive way um, which not everyone has and I think that's a huge part of recovery for me um so that's kind of the main aspect of of what's helped for me I mean obviously there's like things as well that contribute like you know sleeping well eating well um exercising but again it's really hard to do those things sometimes if you're in a kind of a really low spot and so just finding like one person to be like hey I feel like shit can we have a talk and they're like yeah that's really helpful (laughs) to me so um can you tell us a little bit about your then relationship with gaming, kind of how you got into it and what you think its impact is on your own mental health? So I started gaming at a young age um, and it was always very indicative of my friendship with my brother. Um, I used to, I grew up watching him play games and I like 
I found like a real solace in in that and finding time to like just relax and chat about nothing and laugh about something on the screen but it was more interactive than a film or a book and as that grew and as I grew up I started to play by myself and I kind of learned that games can be these incredible vehicles for change and for a story that you you can't often get with other more like static media because you actually have to engage with it and in in school I think I got my first like my own console which I bought myself and I was like really proud of it (laughs) and I got the last of us which is the game I was talking about earlier and it was like this incredible story that made me like really touched and emotional and was just like I had not really thought about games being able to deliver a message like that before until then. And that was huge for me. And I didn't really think about it for a while until I got um, my position at Safe in Our Worlds. But then looking back, they've kind of always been this fallback for me if I'm in a dark spot. Like when I was at university, I had a lot of comfort games that I would go to if I was like really needing to focus on something else that wasn't my life. Um, If I had was having like a really anxious day or something I could just go and dive into a game and kind of put my mind at ease which is something that's really hard to do if you're like chronically anxious (laughs) so that's like really shown me how powerful games are and then during lockdown I've actually found some of my best friends through games I have um, an incredible community of people who all are very like-minded in the sense that we all like playing video games but we all want that community sense of being able to even just say good morning in the morning and good night at night and and saying like telling each other your achievements of the week even if they're really small and that all came to me through gaming and I found friends who I've gone to visit in like different countries because it's been like just the most it's it's so strange. Like I don't really know how to describe it, but it's like gaming is amazing, but it's kind of more about bringing people together who are also usually going through a lot of similar things and using that as a way to talk about really important things and connect with people. Mm. It's lovely to hear sort of like the positive side, because I think sometimes when you sort of hear about um, gaming and mental health, kind of um, there can be a lot in the news about, it's sort of the assumption that it's, somehow automatically negative or that um, gaming is linked to sort of you know being antisocial being isolated spending a lot of time just on one game or you know kind of someone locking themselves in a room so it's actually it's really interesting to hear that actually it can be the complete opposite and you know you can make connections in the way that you have and find support in the way that you have um Yeah, it's uh, I think games have always kind of got this negative stigma that you don't see in a lot of other entertainment industries. And I find it odd because people love to kind of like jump on the bandwagon that it might be um, like, you know, adds to violence or, you know, makes people antisocial, like we say. But it's it's a strange one. And I've had a comparison made to me before where it's you see someone, for example, playing games in their room, they've got a headset on and they're talking to their friends versus someone who's playing with toys by themselves in their room. And one is seen as acceptable and one is seen as less acceptable. Um, Where in reality, one of them is probably a lot more social and actually interactive than the other. And it's just really interesting because there's so much with games. Um, There's so many different types and, and 
there's so many different ways to connect even like even just think about like wordle and things like that like we've seen how much that's connected people on the internet over the the past year or so um but people don't see that as a video game but it is um and like the Wii, the Nintendo Wii, that brought families together. <laughs> um, so it's it's just about seeing like the variety of what games can offer and being um, responsible with with your own connection to it. I guess mm. this is just a question for me, completely sort of out of nowhere because I don't have much sort of knowledge in this area. But when you were chatting about sort of those games where you were kind of finding a community, um, what were some of those just out of interest? Because I know about World of Warcraft, but that's literally the start and finish of what I know about gaming like that. <laughs> so we we got really into Among Us during the lockdown. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Among Us before. Love Among Us. What is it? It's so good. Also it's just got like... very into it in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's just deceit and <laughs> betrayal and it's amazing. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of this game where you're all little people on ships. On a, on a spaceship and you're all trying to find out who the murderer is and you don't know who it is and it's like just chaotic I've, I've described that so poorly but it's um and you're all on voice chat and so you're trying to like if you are the killer you have to kind of pretend that you're innocent which is something that I learned I am not very good at in fact you would actually love this because I believe you were doing a lot of like murder mysteries in lockdown no I was writing murder mysteries for my friends yeah. and I to act, literally act out. And this would have just saved me so much time because <laughs> we could have just gone and done that. <laughs> oh, it sounds awesome. Yeah. And also I kind of massively regressed because thinking about it, the, the kind of gaming I was doing during lockdown was literally Animal Crossing. So I was making all these kind of not imaginary friends, but, you know, basically cartoony friends. Oh, no. So many people loved Animal Crossing during the lockdown as well, like myself included. It's mm. It was the nostalgia. Yeah. And such basic tasks, you know, like you don't have to. It, it's not challenging at all. You know, you don't have to, I don't know, take over an empire or, or fight a load of demons. You just you literally have to just go and pick some apples. You know, exactly. <laughs> that's done. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly it's like oh I've got so much to do today I need to go catch a fish like my life was great when I was in Animal Crossing <laughs> so I'd love to hear a bit more about um the charity but also uh, your podcast so could you tell us a bit more about um Safe in Our World what does the charity actually do and what are its aims so Safe in Our World is the video games mental health charity uh, we're a global charity and we work within the video games industry and within the games communities to eliminate stigma around mental health and promote the conversation so that no one is afraid to reach out for help if they need it um, and we kind of do that in two different ways because we want to be able to support people who play games but also people who make them um, the games industry has not always been like the best place to work in terms of um, issues within the industry. There's probably you've seen a lot in the media already, but there is um, a lot of crunch culture, a lot of overtime, overworking um, and other things as well. And so we want to try and promote positive change within this industry and make it a safe place for people to work. And we kind of do that in, in a few different ways. We have a program called Level Up Mental Health, where we work directly with companies within the industry um, and we work with their HR teams and their wellbeing teams to help them implement wellbeing strategies within their workplace, help them train up their employees, help them essentially get where they want to be in terms of being able to 
support their employees from a well-being standard that they're proud to have um and so that's that's a huge part of what we do at safe in our world but the other kind of side of it which is more where i come into it is the awareness and being able to share stories about mental health within games and i've i've kind of been um open about how games have helped me and I'm 100% not the only person (laughs) that's had that and we found that when the charity was first set up I joined about a year after it was operational um but when the charity was first set up so many people came to us and was were just saying like I resonate with your message games have saved my life games have really helped me during one of some of the most difficult times of my life um I I really see the positivity that games can have and and the stigma around them isn't right. <laughs> and and so that was kind of like a huge part of what we, we're trying to do as well, is to show how positive games can be um, whilst also trying to promote change within the industry. And so the podcast is kind of an extension of that where I want to facilitate very open discussions with people who are in the industry that are doing amazing things and spotlight their work whilst also reducing the stigma around mental health by talking about it in an open setting, having people tell us their stories in a non-judgmental space and and really just kind of opening people up to the idea that it's okay to talk about mental health because for so long, for so many people, it's been a taboo subject and it really doesn't need to be. <laughs> yeah, so the podcast called Safe in Our World. Um, could you sort of tell us a bit about maybe some of the chats you've had, the guests that you've had um, that have really sort of stood out for you that are kind of really memorable? Yeah, so so the podcast is called Safe Space um, and it's kind of been, it's like my child. I love this podcast so much. <laughs> um, it was kind of made honestly on a whim. I was at, I was working one day and I kind of said to my manager, wouldn't it be cool if we had a podcast where we could talk? to people about their stories and she was just like yeah and I was like can I do it and she was like yeah if you want to and then it kind of (laughs) expanded from there and um I've talked to I've had just over 20 episodes I think now um it's not been going like super long but it's been really impactful for me to be able to talk to people about their experiences um I've had someone called Shahid talk about his journey through like early game development in in the UK and his experiences with racism in the games industry and how he's kind of gone through that journey and made he basically made a book about his his experiences and and how he got into the the games industry and it's it's really fascinating so that was like a huge highlight for me I've spoken to people um from a charity called Autistica which is all about um autism and neurodiversity within games and exploring how we can be more inclusive within video games um for neurodiverse people which was fascinating as well i've talked to a lot of content creators about their journeys within how mental health is affected through being a content creator whether it's on twitch whether it's a podcast um and how we've talked about like parasocial relationships and stuff, which is really interesting to me. Um, it's just been an incredible journey because there's so many different stories that people want to tell. Um, and whether that's like the 
impact of a specific game, for example. Um, like we've had someone come in and talk about how a game called Celeste like changed their life and how Final Fantasy helped someone with existential anxiety and Minecraft led them to be a best man at someone's wedding. And it's just like, it's so interesting to me how everyone's had this like personal relationship with games um, in their life. And I just love hearing about it, really. I think it's really nice to hear those kind of positive stories, because I think we covered this briefly earlier. There is this kind of negative conversation around gaming about, you know, it's all violence or like all this horrible stuff and it's making people more violent and aggressive and all of that. But I think at the same time, we do need to acknowledge that sometimes it can become unhealthy in terms of like gaming addiction or, um, you know, I think a lot of the stories you're telling are about kind of connection through gaming. But sometimes people do become more isolated. What have you found in terms of how we can make sure we're using gaming in a kind of mentally healthy way, not the way where it is a what's the word? where you're kind of so invested in this that your outside non-gaming life suffers or your mental health suffers? Sure. I think it's all about having reflection on your own relationship with games and what they are to you Mm. and being able to recognize when something is becoming unhealthy or whether it's a coping mechanism, which not necessarily is bad, but um, it's good Mm. to identify um we actually did some work with the mental health foundation who did a study on this and they they found that keeping a log of like how you're feeling when you're gaming how you feel afterwards why you want to play certain games can be really reflective on the reasons why like you have that relationship perhaps or or maybe Mm -hmm. you can identify games that make you feel less good (laughs) um Mm -hmm. like I'm sure we all have games where we play them but we're not actually really enjoying them it's just like something that you do I don't know how to explain Mm. it but no I feel like even people who don't game I think could relate it really easy to like social media or like tv watching where like you're looking at it you're like actually I don't even like this this isn't (laughs) making me feel good at all why am I doing this but you still do it anyway yeah it's like a force of habit isn't it it's um it's a strange one but I think as long as you know everything in moderation um and I, I do think games get a worse rep than other things because, you know, let's mm. think about like, say you, you're going to say, right, I'm going to binge watch the new season of Stranger Things this weekend. Everyone would be like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, me too. But then mm-hmm. if someone said, oh, yeah, I'm going to binge um, Zelda for for six hours, everyone would be like, oh, that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just about kind of having that perspective and and being like, is it? something that society has told me is something that should be we should be ashamed of or is it actually something to be ashamed of because it's it can be really healthy and supportive for a lot of people but as long as you're taking the steps to recognize when it doesn't become unhealthy or when it doesn't become healthy sorry um then I think it's okay what would you say are those kind of steps what are the signs when maybe things aren't as healthy as they could be I think if you're not going outside that's a huge mm. step um, for me as well. Like I've had that before where I've been so invested in a game or a TV show or anything really where I've just been like stuck inside for a long time. And I know that there's like obviously the meme going around of like, oh, go and touch grass and stuff. But it's like it's got <laughs> it's got truth to it. Going outside can be mm. huge to change your perspective. And I remember like 
I was having an awful time the other day and I realized after a while it's because I've been inside for like two days and I'd not gone out and I went out just to go to the shop and came back and was like god I'm in such a great mood (laughs) And, and it was just like I know it doesn't always happen like that but it can just be like really good to see it from that perspective (laughs) in that how beneficial it can be just to like go outside for a little bit and go for a walk doing exercise like all of these things and it's important to not neglect these basic things in order to do something else like so that's that I can only speak for myself and my own experiences and that's how I know it's it's getting unhealthy for me I don't sleep to that as well it's that kind of basic thing where you're like Oh, I can't make that much of a difference. But then when you are actually depriving yourself of sleep, you're like, oh, I feel like shit. This is this is a bad exactly. idea. <laughs> yeah. If you sort of find yourself going, oh, I'll just stay up an extra hour and then it becomes another hour and then another hour and then it's sort of all through the night. But then equally, like you sort of said about the stranger things, I mean, you could you can equally do that with TV mm. um, and sort of be sort of eating into the night that way. Um, so I guess it's like you said it's it's all about kind of awareness self-awareness and balance and yeah maybe keeping a log sounds like a good idea if you if you are kind of a bit start to feel like maybe it's a bit much yeah yeah exactly I think my final question for you would be for any kind of non I don't want to call it and I non-gamers because we do dabble but we're not fully invested what would be your kind of recommendations of like easy access nice mental health positive games for us what would you recommend oh see this this seems like an easy question on the surface right and then I'm going to ruin it and be like (laughs) (laughs) and say that there's there's so many different ones depending on Mm. your style of play you've mentioned um Animal Crossing already I don't know if you've played Stardew Valley but that's a very similar vibe um I adore Stardew Valley basically you own a farm you get to do what you like and it's just like delightful um but then like sometimes I'm speaking to people and they find like games it sounds really backwards but like horror games and things really relaxing because it completely Mm -hmm. takes their mind somewhere else it doesn't work for everyone but um if that's something that you're like maybe uh, go play some horror games (laughs) definitely yes for me um so yeah that's like I so I will never say that I like Outlast but I will say that it distracted me for a decent amount of time (laughs) so I'll give it credit for that um but there's oh god there's so many that I would suggest a short hike is delightful if you've ever played a short hike it's um kind of what it says on the tin you're um you're trying to get to the top of this massive hill and you meet loads of people on the way and it's just like a really nice short game to play but it's really reflective and it's it's lovely I really like that game a lot I did cry when I played (laughs) but like in a good way you know (laughs) I like that no Um, I'm definitely gonna look that one up yeah no definitely and then like for me I've just kind of been playing a lot of mobile games lately Mm -hmm. um I don't know why but they kind of get my head in this sort of space where I'm, I'm doing like one specific thing and it's really helpful for me, like even just playing like little word games or like there's this thing, I think it's called Pictocross and it's so simple, but it's like <laughs> really therapeutic for me. I love it. What is it? It's, it's, it's kind of like you have this grid and it tells you, um, oh God, I'm going to explain this really poorly. <laughs> you, <laughs> it's got numbers at the top and it kind of tells you like where, how many blocks should be filled in but then you have to kind of logic your way through it and figure out where they are. And then at the end it makes a picture. <laughs> 
Okay, this sounds also fantastic. <laughs> Look this up also. It's so nice. You feel so rewarded at the end because it comes together and you're like, what the hell is this? That it's like, oh my God, it's a duck. <laughs> Amazing. So this is goodbye from mentally yours. So go away, enjoy your day, get on with all your chores from mentally, 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 mentally Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.